Podcast. This is Matt Chalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Chalava. And today is Monday, June seventh, twenty twenty-one, and it's been a busy day. I've been doing a lot in my day job, just getting a lot done, which has been good. Trying to get as much done as possible, and I notice that the days where I get a lot done, or the days that I'm really clicking at work, I actually get a lot more done at home too, which is really weird to think about. You'd think you'd be more tired. But I think it just kind of gets momentum going for me where I feel like I've got so much done today and I'm just kind of in the zone. And then when I get home, I just carry that over and continue doing and, and doing more at home. Whereas a day where I'm not as productive at work or maybe just things aren't going well and I can't get as much done or I'm getting interrupted a lot and things like that, I don't get as much done at home. And I, I feel like it's just because like when I get home from a day of work where I got a lot done, I'm pretty fired up. Like I'm pretty pumped to I've actually gotten done what I wanted to and it carries over into my business. And so it's been good. It's it's kind of been good and bad from a sense. Sometimes you miss releases or drops, but at the same time, there really aren't that many during a day. So it's well worth it to me to like like it's well worth it to me to miss on the occasional drop that I may have hit but get more done at work and then get more done at home. Like it, it plays out much better. So that's what I've been doing right now. I've been loving it, like getting a lot done. And I've been much more productive both at my day job and at my reselling business. And it's been really good. I've made a little bit of sales today and I had to call eBay. So that was the other thing I did. I called eBay today. I had a weird thing happen where I had sold a pair of Jordan 1 Chili Red Mids and I think they were like youth size four or four and a half and sold them to somebody out in California. And then the person said, hey, these don't fit and return them. Well, SneakerCon, like, I don't know what eBay's thoughts of SneakerCon are, but I feel like they are either doing a really good job and have a massive amount of volume, or they're doing a very poor job and don't have as much volume as I think that they do, because they screw up things all the time. Like, I got an email this weekend about a pair of Yeezy 700 Alvas that got lost. <laughs> SneakerCon was like, oh yeah, we lost your Alvas, so eBay will be refunding you for that. And I was just like, that's a $500 pair of shoes. Like, what, what do you mean that you lost those? And the buyer got refunded, I got refunded. So, I mean, it worked out for me. I sold them for probably like, uh, I don't know, if you go on StockX, probably about 40 to 50 bucks over retail or, or over resell on StockX, but still really good money. Like I made really good money on those things. So I was happy about that because they got returned. I was like, ah, oh, crap, I'm gonna have to take these back and get them listed again. And then they lost them. So I got my money back and made a really, really nice amount of money on those. So that happened and that was a similar thing that happened with these chili red mids and they came back and I got a notice that they had been passed through authentication and then I never remembered getting them and I was like sitting there the other day going I wonder when those mids are going to get back to me and then I looked and realized the return was made like at the beginning of April and I like kind of sat back and I was like well that's definitely not right that's been over two months so I called eBay because I was like hey I need to call eBay anyways because of this weird feedback and the small thing that I do is I, I call eBay and ask for the sneaker authentication department and I make sure that I have something. They'll ask you, like whenever you call, they'll always ask you for your order number and stuff. So it's best if you have that. But I, I did have a question about this because I want to make sure I got my money back or something or I was going to get my shoes back. And then I always like, they always ask you because I think they have to, is there anything else I can help you with? And the thing about the sneaker authentication department is that they are all, or mostly if not all of them are ex eBay, the eBay 
what's it called concierge program so they used to work for ebay concierge i was talking to one of the guys and i i said hey like how can i get into ebay concierge and he was like well you can't and i was like why not and he said it's really really difficult to get into ebay concierge but he did say that a lot of people in sneaker authentication were in ebay concierge and if you call in and ask them they'll ask you for your order number or item number and then you'll get a hold of them they'll talk to you a little bit about whatever your thing is and then i always parlay that with another question because they know ebay as well as anybody you'll ever get to talk to probably unless you talk to like somebody who's really really in on like the ebay algorithm or something but these people have been doing ebay for years the one time that the guy that i talked to that kind of told me about the the way that they find people for sneaker authentication department at ebay is he said that that he'd been with ebay for like 20 or 25 years like he'd been there a long time so he knew ebay in and out and same thing with the lady i talked to today super nice super helpful and i called and basically told her what happened she said hey I just want you to know that it looks like you were refunded for these. So they sent them back to the buyer, which is kind of funny. So imagine you're the buyer, you return this pair of shoes, you get your refund, but then the shoes come back to you anyways after you ship them out. And you're like, well, did I get my refund? Did I not? And then you see that you got refunded, but now you have the pair of shoes. And like, the guy never reached out to me. I don't know if he could or if he couldn't, but like kind of, I, I would have tried to reach out to the person. I've had people reach out to me before where they go on, because when you sell something on eBay under the sneaker authentication apartment, you can't message the buyer or the seller. Like the, the transaction uh you can't like message them at all so people have found other items that i sell and then just message me that way but it's just weird because this person never said anything so i was under the impression that i would get them back at some point and they never came back so ebay ended up giving me the money back back in april like on the 14th they said hey we're sorry we accidentally screwed this up here's your refund and it came in as an email that said we had sided with the buyer but it won't be at any cost to you so i didn't realize i didn't know what that meant i just thought that that meant hey we sided with the buyer you won't get any dings for this i didn't realize that they gave me my money back for the transaction and i got the 140 bucks i sold them for so overall worked out well and then i also parlayed that with another question said hey like would you be able to help me i sold this xbox and this guy left me a, a negative review and she said yeah yeah i'll look at it and it was basically because he was upset because I didn't take his return. And she was like, well, it says no returns. I don't understand what he would want. It says it right here and it says it in your description. And that kind of like put a light bulb go off in my head and made me think, what else should I be putting in my description that is like really dumb stuff? Like when I ship some items, I don't package them because they're not packaged when they come to me from Target or Walmart or wherever. And they're not really items somebody would want to steal. They're not that high in demand. They're high in demand, but they're not like, really something somebody would want to take unless they really were desperate enough to take the item like their kids really wanted it or something so like like it really there's not really any risk of it getting stolen so i just ship it back with, with a new label over top but i'm thinking like what if a buyer gets mad about that and they say this was never packaged up again this was never double boxed or whatever like i don't want to have to deal with that and i don't i always double box shoes but i don't do it for some stuff that's like heavier or bigger and I used to like wrap it in craft paper, but then I realized nobody was doing that. And they were just shipping out boxes like open, like like basically like you could see what, what it was, but nobody cared because nobody was stealing it. And I'm just wondering if maybe I shouldn't include that in the listings where I'm not going to, where I'm not going to repackage the item. Like, hey, what you see is how it will be shipped. And, and that sort of a thing would save me a ton because I've always thought about like, what if a buyer says this and, and I, it's not in my description. So if it gets completely destroyed or whatever, I just refund them their money. And I guess the saving grace in the whole thing is that I do free returns and I have a top rated seller account. So if you do those two things, you do free returns for the buyer and you have top rated selling, like you'll be fine. You'll always get your, your, your feedback removed as long as you give them a refund or at least offer them a refund. But it's still just like something weird where I don't want to run into a weird situation like that. Either way, she ended up removing the feedback, which I was really happy about because she said it was kind of like 
it didn't really make any sense to her either. So that was one of the other things that happened today that was pretty good. I mean, eBay's just good. They, they understand buyer to seller transactions really well and their sneaker authentication department in general just knows eBay so well that I pretty much go to them with any serious issue that I have. Anything else, I kind of just run past eBay and hopefully they record it, but if you actually need to get something done, get in touch with those people, call in and ask for them. It was weird though, I couldn't really find the call eBay button on eBay. I had to do a lot of digging around through the different like seller help different articles that they have on there and eventually I found one that had a little button at the bottom that said seller help and you can call in but before that I didn't have I couldn't find anything like that and it took me a very like like probably like five minutes to find something so keep that in mind you may not find it on your first article like when you go to eBay customer service if you click on seller help it may not bring you to the like the first article you click on may not have the option for eBay to call you click around on other articles though it doesn't really matter which one you click on it just matters which one you find to get them to call you because every person that calls you it's like just some call center person they're not like in some special department they'll direct you to the department you need to go to so it just matters about whether or not you can get in touch with ebay so that's what i do it works out pretty well and just overall pretty good experience with them i mean like like i've always said if you have an issue call ebay and and try and get it resolved do the steps you need to do though always reach out to the buyer first always make sure you do your due diligence with that because ebay likes to see that they like to they're going to ask you did you reach out to the buyer did you try and resolve this with the buyer if you say yes i offered them a refund i offered them this i i've done everything that i can i'm not somebody out there looking to scam people like i really care about my customer service and this is really just hurting my sales they'll remove it for you most of the time i mean i've had a few things that haven't gotten removed or a few issues and i've had to call back several times until somebody sided with me on ebay side but other than that most of the time it's been really smooth and they really get it like for the most part, they get it. As long as you're getting somebody that's that's understanding and understands how eBay kind of works where you have just, some buyers are, are really nitpicky about stuff and they'll give you a bad feedback that's not really deserved. Like eBay will side with you. So that's good to know. And all of that just comes with experience, I think. I've had to call eBay so many times and it's not because I'm, like I've done really terrible, like really terrible job with customer service before. Like people have messaged me, messaged me about stuff and I've not responded and it's upset people and I've got negative feedbacks for that and I've tried to correct it or I've given them refunds and stuff. Like it's been a whole mess and I've, I've done it before and it's things that I knew I shouldn't do but I just didn't feel like doing at the time, like dealing with customer service or dealing with an upset customer or an irate customer that's just trying to be like a pain to me. But over time, I've learned the ways to call eBay, the ways that you can get in touch with them, what to say, how to act, and typically there's they'll side with you as long as you're being a good seller, as long as you're doing the things you should be doing and not just coming on there, lying, saying like whatever you want just to try and get them to side with you. Like just be honest and genuine and tell them what's going on and typically they'll side with you and, and, and help you out. So overall good experience i love ebay's customer service i can't say it enough they do a really good job with it so it is i mean that's the reason i do ebay i i've thought about amazon a lot and amazon has a lot of scalability but like one of my one of the guys that i that i talked to one of my buddies that i talked to a lot that does amazon and he just started doing amazon was crushing it and then they just banned him for no like like they banned him randomly and they didn't really provide him a reason he had to do some digging he had to try and reapply to get his account reinstated but for a while and they had like tens of thousands of dollars of his money in their in their in their system that they weren't releasing to him. Like that's the most criminal thing ever. Like, hey, we're not releasing your funds even though you've already sold these items. Like, I, like, I just don't get it. But that's kind of the risk you run with Amazon. So you can't make a lot of money, but you got to be careful not to over leverage yourself because there is that ban hammer that can come down and lock your funds at any time. It's not even that bad being banned. Like the ban part's tough enough. But having all your funds locked from your potential payouts is the worst part. So either way, I mean, that's not any reason to shy away from Amazon. It's just something that gives me pause. And as I continue to kind of scale up on eBay, 
trying to focus on one thing right now is really just my main focus. And then branching out, once I, I really start to dominate eBay, once I have my systems down, once I can outsource that, moving over to Amazon and saying, okay, this is my platform now. This is what I'm going to work on. I think that's just more efficient for me and more effective. So that's what I'm working on right now. And that's what I've been up to. But like I said, if you need something from eBay, call their customer service, get in touch with their sneaker authentication department, and they'll help you out. I mean, make sure you ask them something sneaker related to don't just barge in there and be like, hey, I know your sneaker authentication, but I have a question about some uh, some random table I sold on eBay. Like they're not gonna, don't do that. I mean, that's, that's no way to be. Ask them a question about sneakers. And then when they say you need any other help, ask them something else. Like use their time and, and efficiently. Like don't make them think that you're just trying to like get in touch with somebody that knows what they're talking about, even though you are, because that probably won't go over very well. So keep that in mind, but that's kind of what I've been up to right now. And hopefully that stuff can help you out in the future. So I'm going to get going right now. It is Monday. You guys have a great rest of your Monday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.